What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Today, Saturday, October 28th. Happy Halloween weekend, I guess, if you guys are getting out and going out and about today. Uh, but we have Jesse with us. We're doing the player prop show. Jesse, where are you live from? And good morning. Good morning. We're live from San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. For, uh, my game of the week. Game Cincinnati. of the week. You know, Cincinnati can show us a little something this week. We should have some fun. Is Brock Purdy playing? That's a that's a great. I'd like to know that too. Is he playing? Are we gonna get Sammy D? I think we're gonna find that out today. Usually, I love that they've been pushing out this information sometimes like late Saturday evening. Um, and I, I believe Purdy just has to clear one more concussion protocol today. And if he does, they should tell us. So we'll find out later tonight, hopefully. But either way, uh, we're gonna go live for about forty five minutes here, guys. A little bit quicker of a show. I completely bombed last week. It was bad. I was on my own, and uh, we hit one out of seven. It was a rough, rough prop day last week. Uh, Jacobs didn't score against the Bears. Eckler couldn't get anything going against the Chiefs. Cooper Cup couldn't score. Bijan had a headache. Wandale got phased out, and Gardner Minshew hit a 75-yard touchdown and a 60-yard touchdown. Just on last week was tough. Last week was tough. I did hit big Mark Andrews though. I highlighted that one. And that brings our season total to 52%, Jesse. So we have to we're yeah, gonna it in. If you guys are tailing us again, this is not betting advice. This is just two dudes hanging out and saying, we like this. And if anything resonates with you and you feel good about it, cool. Uh, but either way, Eagles, maybe it's your lineup, you know, yeah. maybe it's for your DFS lineup, maybe it's for anything, you know, just, it could be for anything. Out. Maybe you just like our, our, our nice dulcet voices here. Uh, but either way, Eagles at Commanders. This one went into overtime maybe maybe a month ago. And um, I sent you a TikTok, by the way, of uh, this guy breaking down three referees and where they go and in, in, in what happens when they, when they do things. And in this one, I can't remember, uh, Carl Sheffers or something like that. The, um, <clears throat> the underdog usually covers like, 60 to 70 percent of the time so i'm just gonna say that uh but eagles commanders who scores yeah i think you know in this one last when we touched this one you know a couple of weeks ago i think we took the hurts and i think maybe the hurts the hurts missed that week or something i don't know it was crazy but like i mean i think you got to go back to hurts he's just you know they're not afraid to punch him in in the goal line he's not afraid to run it if he has to um i mean this is a game that i think philadelphia can really kind of just Feel it, it in, yeah. Not give up 31 points like they did last time. You know, let their defense play a little bit better. <laughs> let DeAndre Swift run wild. AJ Brown is set up to have a huge game. I mean, he did that. That this was his yeah, breakout game. That was the breakout one. So, and he hasn't stopped, right? He yeah. has not stopped. So, so we, I like Hurts to AJ Brown connection. Always love a Dallas Goddard connection. I think. Betting on Devonta Smith, you can do one of those old things that we like to do where you take the A.J. Brown touchdown and then you separately take the Devonta Smith touchdown. One of them will score. Maybe there's a chance both score. Like one of these days, Devonta Smith's going to go 10 for 120 and two TDs. Like it's, he's, he's due, yeah. He's, it's coming. Um, so I, I like that. I like um, – it's tough betting on DeAndre Swift because he needs to score from about five yards out to do so. Um, but I can see both those guys scoring here. So – Literally, it's Hurts, Swift, A.J. Brown, Smith, and Goddard. It's the usual guys. You can literally take probably all of these guys to score a touchdown, and you might hit three or four props. But on the commander side, we're kind of scratching our heads here on the commander side. Brian Robinson is a boom-bust touchdown play. I can't remember what Terry McLaurin did in this game. Uh, Sam Howell, I think, threw for 290 yards. I'm going to pull that up. But, Jesse, who scores on the 
uh, Commanders. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a good run defense. It's been a pretty bad, pretty pretty you know fruitful for wide receivers. Tight ends are okay. So I mean in this game, if you're thinking how's Sam Hall going to stay in this one, Terry's probably going to have himself a pretty good day. So maybe instead of a TD, we'd like maybe some of Terry's props. You know, he had a pretty successful um, endeavor last last time these guys met. Yeah, eight Brian Robin- Yeah, Brian Robinson was able to punch one in, but like. Are we really trusting 14 for 45 to score? You know, like, are we, yeah. are we trusting that? Um, Jahan got his, was that his only touchdown of the year? I believe but, that I mean, was we, the game tying touchdown to send it to overtime. Yeah. That was his only touchdown of the year. Curtis Samuel was busy in this one. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm not really comfortable betting on commanders touchdowns in this one. We might be more interested in their like individual like player props. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about it. So yeah, it's hurts. It's AJ Brown and sprinkle in some of those other guys. Uh, passing props real quick. I'm just curious. They do have both guys throwing under one and a half touchdowns. Do you feel anyone can hit two? I mean, plus 110 for Hertz to to maybe get that second one. If the game goes like it did last time. He did know, hit two. Yeah, he hit, he hit that two, you know. But I, I, I do think this is one where I think Eagles are just going to want to ground and pound, play good defense away with the w you know next week they don't want to really get this game to a shootout yeah uh i do think sam howell he threw he, what he threw 290 290 last week or mm-hmm. against this eagles team so 234 at home seems a little low everybody's healthy on the receiver and the tight end uh side of the ball so I, that seems a little low to me if you like playing on passing numbers uh interception totals here they're saying both guys could throw one interesting howell and hurts both over one and uh, over 0.5. So keep that in mind if you bet interceptions. And then the rushing props here. DeAndre Swift at 61 and a half. Yeah, and that fits your ground and pound narrative here. He probably, what, needs 12, 14 carries to do that? And this was a game where he hit 14 for 56. So close. Yeah. I might like his um, his combined rush receiving because they've been throwing, they've been dumping it off to him quite a bit. Um, let's look at the reception totals real quick, and then we're going to probably have to move on quickly here. A.J. Brown getting hit over five and a half. That leads into the, the big A.J. Brown game that we discussed. Dallas Goddard getting hit for over three and a half as well. Devonta Smith under four and a half. And then you're hitting Terry McLaurin over uh, four and a half here. Anything stick out in the receptions? Yeah, I mean, I, Logan Thomas has had that one huge game, and then outside of that, it's been good, mm-hmm. not great. So three and a half is probably a fair line. Uh, Eagles are okay, good against tight ends, so probably not a number I love. Devonta, yeah. yeah, it's just it's like you maybe you just keep tapping it until it hits. But seven for seventy eight in this game, though. Again, this this Commanders yeah. team is not good in the secondary, so Fair. it's you know they could be exploited for sure. So that's not a tear. I mean, that's. It's plus odds it's for a guy who we know is good, right? Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, I'm, I'm open to it. Uh, we look at the receiving yards real quick here. That could tell us a story. A.J. Brown up here at 89 and a half. If he gets six catches, he's going to be kind of close. Uh, they do have Goddard kind of even at 40.5. Devonta Smith pretty low. People are taking the over on Devonta Smith's yards. So they're expecting some big plays out of Devonta Smith, which I think makes sense. Maybe that's a touchdown play. Maybe maybe this is telling us he can get open deep. Right. Uh, anything stick out here in the yards column? No, I mean, the Devonta Smith one, you know, for him to hit 50 is pretty much, that, mm-hmm. that feels really, really comfortable. So otherwise pretty, pretty normal. 
Okay, and then yeah, anything stick out? Uh, they don't have Curtis Samuel. Uh, morning, Charlene. By the way, they don't have Curtis Samuel's um, numbers in here because I believe he's questionable with a foot injury. It sounds like he's going to play though. Um, so that's probably why they're waiting to get more of the Commanders props in here. But uh, I'm excited for this game. I think it's going to be a fun one. Falcons Titans, real quick. We're just going to throw out some touchdown bets for you guys, and we'll move on because this is, I believe, one of the lowest point totals of the game or the week. Thirty-five. It's rare to see a thirty-five out there. These are two guys who just wanted to throw their rocks at each other. Oh, and this is what's what's cool. I'm into the narrative of this game. Arthur Smith, of course, the Falcons head coach, he came from the Titans. He's he's a Mike Vrabel uh, tree guy here. So basically, these teams are mirrors of each other, in my opinion. They mm -hmm. play the same way. They have the same kind of toughness on offense and defense. And uh, they're both looking pretty rusty this weekend. No, no, no minus odds for touchdowns this weekend. Plus one. Can you take a Henry? Can you even take a Bijan? Can you take uh, – I kind of like the London. London's been due for a touchdown. So, uh, I think London going up against a pretty bad suspect Titans defense now without Kevin Bayard, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the Titans go from a bad secondary to the worst probably in the league, losing like yeah. an all-pro like that. So, that's a so, good shout. Maybe Kyle Pitts all the way down there, 425. Yeah. I mean, he basically plays their wide receiver. He's pretty, you know, he's lining up on the outside, you know. I made that point um, earlier this weekend, uh, earlier this week, because the Titans are actually one of the better teams against tight end. So they rank uh, seventh, and they only allow 8.75 points to the tight end. But if you go look at the receiving numbers, and again, Kyle Pitts is not really a tight end. He's, you know, that's, that's where the Titans allow points here. So if they're going to allow 40 fantasy points to the wide receivers, that's London and Pitts, and then maybe two or three other guys catching, you know, two balls for 20 yards, something like that. So it could yep. be, I think we could see the London Pitts, you know, duo strike here, but take both of those, maybe one hits. That's a pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty sizable. Yeah. Take both, I think one could hit. Yeah. That, that should be kind of fun, but we'll move on to a more exciting game here. Uh, we'll get to this game, Charlene, in a little bit once uh, once we kind of move through the schedule here. Jets and Giants, are we looking at Terod Taylor? We're looking at Terod Taylor today, start, starting tomorrow. And uh, right now the Jets are picked to win by three. This one's the Battle of New York. It's kind of fun here. I think there's going to be maybe a touchdown or two on both sides. Who scores and uh, which ones do you like? Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this earlier in the week, but the Giants are uh, PFF's worst defense. So... Um, you know, whether you believe that maybe it's not hundred percent, maybe they're bottom five, right? They're a bad defense. Um, so how do we exploit bad defenses? You get your best players involved. And I think it's Brees Hall. Yeah. Uh, get him ramped up. This is off a of bye week for the Jets too, I believe. Yep. Right. So Brees Hall, he's a hundred percent. Just pound him down their throats, get him his hundred yards, his touchdown. That's my, I mean, these are all plus odds. Those are, you know, I like that from a guy who probably could end the year with six, seven touchdowns. I mean, they already kind of took the trading wheels off before the bye. Mm -hmm. And now he's had a full week to rest up. We were probably looking at 20 touch Brees Hall the rest of the way. Um, and I'm not quite sure what the Giants have allowed as rushers here. Let's see. In full in full PPR points here, the Giants rank 21st, so that's okay. Uh, but the thing that I noticed is, and hey, check out the new tables on the fantasy fellowship it's a lot of fun working on this uh the giants have allowed the second most rushing yards in the league they've allowed eight rushing touchdowns 
reception. Not in the receiving column here, but this is an advantage I think the Jets can take uh, can take full advantage of with Brees Hall here. Uh, I'm always interested in Garrett Wilson, but maybe we like his numbers better. But we like the Brees Hall touchdown. And hey, if there is a New York Giant to score a touchdown, who is it? It's probably Darren Waller. Yeah. I got some numbers for you. Um, you got some Darren Waller data? I mean, the, I know the Jets are not good against the tight end. Um, if you look at PPR points allowed to the tight end, Jets are number two. Um, it's it's kind of a uh, it's been a hot spot for them. They allow the most touchdowns to tight ends at five, uh, and they've only played six games, so they're allowing one almost every game to the tight end uh, in terms of targets against them. And here's the thing too: is is oh, the Jets middle. are just middle of the road in targets, but because teams are scoring touchdowns on them. It's been kind of what it is. Uh, the, the, but if you don't get a touchdown, you know, they're, they're actually kind of okay. But it's just been kind of uh, where teams have been taking advantage of it. So to Rod, to Darren Waller, has rejuvenated Waller's season. So yep. I like it. Otherwise, sure, you could maybe dabble with the Barkley. If you want to do the whole thing where you take Barkley to score a touchdown separately, you take Darren Waller to score a touchdown separately, one of them should score. I, you got to think unless it's a Jalen Hyatt touchdown out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, did you want to qu- take a quick peek at anything in this game? Yeah. I mean, from the giant perspective, it's just hard to trust any yard props. Um, Garrett Wilson, I mean, probably could have another decent garbage day. I know he kind of liked his yard props. On a few Let games. me look at his uh, receptions. He's had people are smashing his over four and a half. So there's some smoke here. People are taking the overs on Lazard and Brees Hall to catch over two and a half. And then Tyler Conklin, holy cow, getting hit for two and a half as well. And then unders unders on Darren Waller, four and a half. Unders on Darius Slayton. Unders on Jalen Hyatt. Unders on Saquon Barkley. So this looks like the Jets' defense is showing up to play and uh, limiting the passing game. But, hey, let's look at these uh, reception uh, receiving yard numbers now that we have that data. Um, Wilson at 58 and a half. Yeah, I like that. Um, that that one, yards. that one feels good. And he had a really nice game uh, before the bye week. We kind of we kind of circled in on that one, and it made a lot of sense to us. Can't remember who that was against, but it was I thought a tougher matchup. I think it was the was it the Eagles in a was game where we thought Eagles? that they were going to be needing the throw to come back. Yeah, I think I think that's that's correct. And he played very well in that game. And um, I'm actually like I think Garrett Wilson's a buy low if you can in in, in fantasy football. Like people still kind of you know think Zach Wilson's stinky, but Wilson's actually been okay. Um, anything else stick out here in the receiving yards column, or do we just like Garrett Wilson should move on? Yeah, I think that's the one. Okay. Um, Texans-Panthers. So that uh, TikTok video I referenced earlier, just so you have to watch it, but another referee this weekend, uh, I can't remember the, the number of times, but it was a heavy, heavy signal that when he's calling a game, the home team wins. Interesting. And the Carolina Panthers are at home. And it doesn't matter if it's underdog or favorites. The home team. I actually like Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Moneyline mix. So uh, I, I'm interested in this game. I think it's really fun. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of upset that they haven't really talked more up about this Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. I think yeah. Bryce Young's got a little chip on his shoulder in this one. And he might, uh, we might, like Bryce Young before the bye week, he had one of his best games. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, people want these rookies, people want these rookies to be, you know, Day one, just like yeah. I mean, he, he takes these guys a year, two years, three years. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a history of how long it takes these, some of these guys. I mean, no, Bryce Young has good talent. He's just got to get the processor going. Yeah, get so, it working. In hindsight, with the schedule that the Carolina Panthers had, 
they probably should have let Andy Dalton play six games and then what they'd be one and five, maybe two and four. And then the fan base would be booing Andy Dalton and they're like, Bryce Young, put him like they'd be cheering for Bryce Young to come in after the bye week. So I think in hindsight, you let that guy sit for at least a month or two and then let the fans call for him to get in the field. Um, but uh, fun game today. Is Damian Pierce scoring a touchdown? Please tell me. Please tell me Damian Pierce scores a touchdown. I mean, this this is if he doesn't. You know, if you're a fantasy owner of Damian Pierce and he doesn't score this week or doesn't really give you your 12 to 15 with some upside, you know, it's tough because Carolina's, you know, one of the worst teams against running backs. Now, even with the bye week, they're bottom three against running back. So this is it. And this is his chance. And I, I mean, did you see some of the plays from that game before the bye week of him just getting <laughs> hit the ball and just like, it's like yeah. literally watching like, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's, he's got, there's a force field. I think is the, the tweet that I saw. There's a force field keeping Damian Pierce out of the end zone. So I think he's due for some regression here in the touchdown column. He's only got one on the year, I believe. Uh, but otherwise I think Nico Collins, we identified Nico Collins as a potential hit this weekend, looking at the one high, two high stuff uh, on the side there. And the Panthers play the most one high in the league. I think we identified. Yes. Um, and, and Nico, is a better one high player than he is a two high safety player. So Nico Collins, I'm having fun with that. They did rule Bob Woods out. So I do expect Tank Dell to be on the field a lot, but I have a disgusting deep end touchdown prop that I just want to call out when Noah Brown scores, you guys think of me. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. That's deep. But uh, anybody on the Panthers side besides Adam Thielen and interesting Sanders and Chuba, both here in the top five of this list. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's DK saying we don't, we don't know, we don't, we don't know who's the actual RB one there. Yeah. It's probably going to be a pretty 50-50 split. So if you're starting Miles Sanders, he's RB two. You might be disappointed this week. Um, you know, I mean, from the Carolina side, it's Adam Thielen, which is you know the revival of his career. It's maybe a deep shot to DJ Chark. Those, I mean, he's had a couple of them this year. They've just been untrustworthy. His targets haven't been there. Hayden Hurst we can't trust as a tight end, so. I think I think your best bet is Adam Thielen. Um, I am because every every like it's the rookie buy bump. So every time after a buy, I'm interested in the rookies. Maybe Jonathan Mingo is more involved. I did see they ruled out Lavisca Chenault, so they only have their top four wide receivers in this one. So there might be a little Terrace Marshall sprinkled in there, but I want to see more of Mingo. Um, and uh, let's I do want to look at Bryce Young's. Yeah, because I thought I thought I think these guys are both throwing two. I think this oh. might be a fun. I think this might be a fun touchdown game, um, but uh, that doesn't fit my yeah. Damian Pierce touchdown narrative very well. <laughs> but think about it. Yeah, I think Bryce Young can hit two in a game where they're probably trailing. Um, so those ones are both kind of low. Anything like the passing yards, they're both kind of at a good line here. I think C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. can hit his, assuming we have the Nico Collins game that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then interceptions, they got uh, C.J. Stroud not throwing an interception, and they have Bryce Young kind of not throwing an interception either. I think this might be a, like a sneaky fun, like this could be like a college like back and like big play, big like I don't know. Something feels fun to me about this game. Uh, rushing yards, do you like anything here? Chuba thirty four and a half, people are taking his over. Sanders thirty seven and a half, people are taking the under. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. It's Chuba season apparently for the. Go pick up Chuba Hubbard, guys, if he's on your waiver wire. Yeah, if he's out there, yeah. Just Maybe seven for the weekend. Um, yes. I mean, Pierce had 55 
Singletary 30. And Singletary, we know, as we've seen the last couple of weeks, has been kind of picking up a bit of the role. So yeah. I see that's getting tapped just a little bit. But, I mean, Damian Pierce would be fun. I just feel like Carolina, I think Houston could really just win this game by running the ball effectively, clock management. They got stable, their line back. The stable throw. For, yeah, yeah. So I think this could be a good Pierce bounce back spot, 70-plus yards, touchdown. What's the fewest amount of carries he needs to hit 54? Yeah, I mean it. Fifteen. It's it's yeah. I mean, you got it's got to be at least you know, thirteen, fourteen carries, one cluster. I think because the, the O line is getting healthy too. So like this is a little bit of a new. This is new, and uh, he's. I think he's been right under four yards per carry for the season for the most part, and good opportunity for him to get there if he gets you know the twelve to fifteen carries. I think there's room for Pierce 12 to 15 carries and Singletary about 10. I, I think they want to get both these guys involved um, because they both do different things well. Um, I saw the big thing was that Damian Pierce is is this this is the 49ers, I think the zone running scheme here. And, and Damian Pierce is more of the bulldozer, whereas Singletary is a little bit better at hitting the zones. Um, yeah. so there's, you know, maybe it takes Pierce a little bit more time to get comfortable but they've had a whole bye week to kind of break that down so um we're, they're ripping up feeling here five and a half receptions dj chark you, you mentioned dj chark maybe getting open deep they like him for over two and a half uh mingo under three and a half hayden hurst under three and a half aggressively wow, <laughs> um, yeah. and then uh nico collins under four and a half are we taking nico four and a half here today i think we like that that one's kind of fun. Um, they do like Tank Dell over three and a half as well. Let's look at what the yards are telling us. Uh, Thielen, if six, 66 and a half is too low, come on. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 I think do that in the, the first half. The disrespect for Thielen, yeah. Um, Tank Dell, he's getting tapped a little bit. We don't hate that line. Nico, 60 yards. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. There's, there's some things to like. Your, your man DJ Chark can do this in one catch. You do this in one catch. Um, yeah, that's that's probably where we'll land. But I'm this game's fun. I, I think this game it's uh, it's got a little bit of juice. Both teams coming off a bye, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Interesting. Patriots, like Dolphins. Uh, um, I mean, real quick, who scores? Yeah, I mean, you got your guys. I mean, Waddle finally found the end zone last week. Did he or did he not? No, he, he scored the week before, right? Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah, you just you click all those buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a squeaky wheel where Jeff Wilson will get more carries this week. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then we're not taking a Patriot, but. No. Why is Kenny Bourne way down here at plus 310? If you want to throw just a little bit and sweat a little bit and have some fun, Bourne's been playing really good. Uh, I did see – let me see if I can find it relatively fast. Uh, I did see that um, the Dolphins' defense is kind of banged up. We saw how bad they looked against uh, the Eagles. That's Pretty bad against receivers. I mean, um, maybe, maybe, we, maybe we like some Kenny props this week. Uh, Jalen Ramsey still not coming back here, but Xavier Howard questionable with a groin. Nick Needham, another corner here with an Achilles limited. Cam Smith, another cornerback limited, and then uh, Cater Kohu limited. So some of the secondary is is banged up a little bit here. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. Did we want to look at any like passing props here? Is Tua, they got Tua going over 
Uh, this just jumped down, but they got him going over one and a half. They have Mac Jones under one and a half. Is there any way Mac Jones throws two touchdowns in a game where they have to throw the ball? I mean, it's possible, especially if like dump off screen to Ramondre, he takes one and then you get the Kendrick mm-hmm. Bourne or the Hunter Henry. I think, yeah. you know, it's a very susceptible secondary to Miami. They don't like giving up the deep shot, but they're not afraid to right. slice and dice you over the middle. Oh, yeah. Um, they got Mac Daddy at uh, over half an interception, minus 145. He's going to be thrown. Um, rushing receiving numbers in this one. Jeff Wilson, 20 and a half. People are leading into that one. Uh, people are kind of even. Raheem at 52 and a half. Is it a, like the last time to sell high on Raheem Mostert this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, Patriots have been giving up about 22 PPR points. Yeah, I mean, Ms. Mostert's one of those guys who he's going to, yeah, he's probably going to slow down as the season goes on. You got Devon A-Chain coming back. Jeff Wilson's yeah. back now. Yeah. And he's always, like, the thing with Mostert is he's, it's always something with him. Um, yep. So keep an eye on there. Let's look at the receptions real quick, and then we'll move on. Um, Barrios just getting destroyed here over one and a half. Wow. Um, Kendrick Bourne under four and a half is interesting. Um, They're giving Mostert two catches. They're giving Tyreek over six and a half catches. Ramondre under three and a half in a game where we think they're going to throw the ball. That one, I'm kind of interested in the three and a half there. That could be kind of fun. Anything you like here for reception-wise? I mean, they're just kind of taking all the unders on uh, on Patriot, except for Mike Gasecki. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the Gasecki revenge game. We got to remember yeah. that. They like the tight ends in this game, but yeah, I mean, I guess Kendrick Bourne is kind of, in my opinion, established himself as the number one there, so yeah. he get, needs to get a little more respect. I'm interested in it, but either way, not really excited about this game. Yeah, I mean. This feels kind of like a sleepy game to me. Divisional game. I think Bill's going to try and do what he can to limit. Um, Hill. I got one for you. Demario Douglas. I've been waiting to pick him up in my fantasy leagues all week because I need Di- David Montgomery to be listed as out. Um, he's worth babysitting this weekend. That's all. Um, Mario Douglas. He, he, he emerged last week in the snaps and the routes. He was the wide receiver too last weekend for the Patriots over Devonte Parker. So he hopped Parker behind Bourne. He's, he's honestly what they wanted Juju to be. And I, I don't know if Juju's playing, he might be their, their new Jacoby Myers, if you will. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I picked him up in dynasty leagues this week, just because the Patriots, they don't hit often on wide receiver, but it looks like they really, everything is, that I find about Demario Douglas is like, he, he's good. Like he's, he's a good player. So we'll see. But Rams and Cowboys. I think this might be one of my favorite nooners of the weekend. Uh, yeah, this will be the one that's this one. Too. Cowboys off the bye. What do you like? Yeah, I mean, this is the um, this is a spot where we want to see Dag off a of bye, really kind of just rifle slinging it. So I want to see CD involved. I want to see Jake Ferguson involved. And, you know, I want to see even Brandon Cooks. Let's see Brandon Cooks. You know, let's see a vintage fifty-yard Cooks catch. You well, know, it's a revenge yeah. game for Cooks. Yeah, he's got a lot of revenge games. Yeah. Um, the thing that interested me, the last time we saw the Cowboys, Michael Gallup had 10 targets. So I, I think I think the Cowboys want to open this up and throw the ball. They haven't been running the ball very well, but there might they might have found some momentum before the bye week. 
Pollard, Lamb, Ferguson, the Rams do allow. I believe the Rams are pretty bad against the tight end. They've allowed maybe four or five, four touchdowns, I think. So Ferguson's someone we're interested in. And then the Rams, man. Do you just, at this point, Jesse, we're just locking this in, I think, every week. You take the cup, you take the puka, one of them's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say you take the cup touchdown, you take the puka yards, because that man just, like, he's eating. I mean, Puka's got two touchdowns on the year, so like it hasn't really been fruitful for him in the end zone like you want it to be. But I mean, Cup it just finds a way to score every single time they're down there. I think it's one of those regression things where Matt Stafford might just end up throwing two touchdowns every game the rest of the way. Um, no. he's I mean, it's running, those two guys really. He's been running pretty light on touchdowns with Kieran Williams soaking all of them up. Um, Daryl Henderson got the rushing touchdown last weekend. I do think he's the lead back in this one. So if you feel dirty and want to do something that you probably shouldn't do, you can take Daryl Henderson. Um, we get into Dallas Cowboys pick six here. This is way too high for a defense, dude. Plus 380. Yeah, that's odd. That's high. I mean, just, they just, yeah, I mean, they're, they're turnover fiends. I kind of like Tyler Higby this week. Okay. Um, Cowboys are pretty bad against against tight ends. They've given no up touchdowns on the year. Yeah, no Leighton. So it's kind of gotten worse, not better. But, yeah, I mean. Okay. Rams died. You know, you know what we like. Probably two touchdowns for Stafford. Yeah, let's look at that. They got actually they're saying under, so there's a little bit of fun here um, with plus one thirty five. They do like Dak to throw two by a little bit. So again, there's probably five or six touchdowns in this game, um, and each quarterback could throw two. So Puka Lamb Cup going to be busy. Um, yardage. I don't really know if I care about the yardage props. 240 seems a little low for Dak, but for some reason, the Rams defense is a little underrated. Um, mm. Interceptions here. <laughs> Bless, you. Bless you. Yeah, they like Stafford throwing one. That's why they like the Cowboys to be up there aggressively at plus 380 to score. So interesting. Rushing receiving numbers here. Tony P up at about 70 yards here. Hendo at about 41 and a half. They're putting Dak, like they're, is Dak Prescott back? Is he running the ball more? Like, I, I don't – minus 120 to go over 15 and a half rushing yards. That's kind of – that's curious to me. Tony P has been not great the last few weeks. Yeah. What's going on with him? I mean, I've been hearing some uh, – I've been hearing a little bit of Lamar Miller comps where he's hmm. just afraid to hit the holes. He's not – he's waiting too long for something to – you know, a lane to open up. Like we're getting a lot of Lamar Miller. I mean, Lamar Miller, we know was a very talented RB, right? Yeah. And he kind of free flowed and played without cares. He was awesome, but mm -hmm. getting his head a lot. And they're kind of, I saw a couple of uh, breakdowns of maybe a little bit of similarities there. So, you know, hopefully he can play you know, a little bit more carefree and just kind of, you know, we know how good Tony P can be when he just, it's the whole, you know, maybe we just got to wait for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I, to me, I, I don't know if Tony Pollard is the workhorse back that they're trying to make him be. I think he is a very good back, but mm -hmm. he's kind of like Aaron Jones. You can't give him the ball a ton of times. You have to find ways to get him the ball in space and let him big chunk plays. He should be like their third down chain mover kind of guy in the passing game. Um, to, to me, he he's a little bit like Aaron Jones where, yeah, he could pop off any big play, but you don't want to get him 20 touches a game because – I just it's just something that I've noticed is is maybe they need to go sign Leonard Fournette or something and get a big back 
to kind of keep uh, the body blows off of him. But um, reception totals real quick. They got uh, Brandon Cooks under three and a half. They have CeeDee Lamb under five and a half. They got Cooper Cup under seven and a half. Jake Ferguson under three and a half. Michael Gallup under three and a half. Puka Nakua under six and a half. Unders everywhere here. But hey, two, two. For two. And Higby for two, for three. And it, I don't feel strongly anywhere here. Um, they've, they've set these lines high for Cooper Cup and Puka. So this is probably one of those games where we look at the yards. Yeah. And uh, Cooper Cup at 84 and a half. People are taking that one. Uh, people also kind of even on Puka Nakua 76 and a half. But you mentioned interest in that. Any other interest in these receiving numbers? I like Jake Ferguson at 30 and a half. I feel like that's a pretty good line. Yeah. He's been good this year. You know, he's been he's been a great PPR option, you know, maybe due for a touchdown. So I don't mind a little three and a half. He, he would need he would need four catches for that then, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's over three and a half and the in the yards. Yeah. I mean he could he could probably do it with three. It's uh it's, you know it's, it's right there though, yeah. But it's yeah, it's right there. Um, if two two catches two, he's going over twenty three and a half. That might be the weird. Like if I don't get why he's getting hit over one and a half, and then this twenty three and a half has not been obliterated. Yeah, that's a little odd. Um, so okay, but I think I think this is going to be a, a fun game, and hopefully it's uh, it's hot at the end of the red zone hour. Jacksonville in the Steelers here, Steelers. Interesting because their their secondary is not very good. We like Trevor Lawrence in the passing game in this one. Who scores? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a this is a Steelers team that's been they're reeling offensively, yeah. they're reeling defensively. So I mean, Etienne. I mean, if he stops scoring two touchdowns a game, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a good game. But he just he's scoring two touchdowns every game. How do you you know how do you like? I, I but. To your point, I think eventually that's going to switch over. I think Kirk's going to get his. Ridley's eventually going to get his. Ingram. Evan Ingram hasn't scored yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say he hasn't found it yet. I mean, I remember last year, was he, like, having an okay year, and then all of a sudden he had that one big. He had a 40-burger. Yeah, 40-burger. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's not going to have a 40-burger, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if not this week, next week, yeah. Evan Ingram has a really big game. Um, I do like the idea of taking the Pickens and the Deontay lines separately here, plus 185 and plus 195. One of them scores, you're going to have a nice uh, a nice score there. But, hey, Jesse, we only got about 10 minutes left in the show. Um, did you want to just real quickly look at the, the numbers in this game? Is, Deont- is Deontay playing? Is he good to He's go? good. He, he okay. practiced in full yesterday. It was that – remember when I mentioned – Yeah, every day, day. Yeah, so it looks okay. like that's his, his path for at least right now. Um, ETN in the yards has been – he's been just getting so much opportunity. Um, let me look at the reception totals real quick for you guys. Ingram doesn't have a line here. Because um, it's probably – hitting Warren. That's interesting Ooh, that Ingram doesn't, but his under is minus 105. So yeah, so like, it must be like minus 120 or something here. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they got Kelvin Ridley having a day. Yeah. I mean, this is secondary is – it's bad. Are they worse in the league? Second worst in the league? I think they're 31st. Um, it, so. it, it, the thing is, T-Law's got to stay upright. Because yeah. obviously we know the pass rush is decent. So if the pass rush doesn't get to him, he's going to have a really good day. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think it's probably a Calvin Ridley. Like, 
they need to get Calvin Ridley involved in the offense. I, I think mm-hmm. he can be a big part of it. Uh, Christian Kirk as well. I, I think this is probably a game where Ridley and Kirk both play uh, equally as well. And San um, Jose yeah. Jones, is he on the IR yet at this point? Not yet, but they probably should have put him on there about a month ago. Um, but yeah, I like. I don't mind the Deontay and the Pickens lines. Those are both pretty achievable. Uh, and then Jalen Warren in the passing game, perhaps. Uh, but hey, we got 10 minutes left in the show, guys. Um, did you want to open up Packers Vikings or do you just want to say some touchdowns off the top of your head? Yeah, I mean, what Aaron Jones do we get this week? Do we get a better Aaron Jones? Nobody's minus odds here. AJ Dillon's got the best odds in the whole freaking game to score a touchdown. Jesus. Oh my God. This isn't the way we saw after the first couple of weeks of the season that's going for the Packers, but here we are. Okay. Uh, is Jair Alexander playing this week? He's trending towards it. I, I like Jordan Addison at plus 180. He's been just very good, and the vo- increased volume is nice for him. Um, I mean, Alexander Madison, I'm, I don't want to touch. TJ Hawk is just every time he catches the ball at six yards, fall down. You know, uh, maybe you take actually, this is a pretty bad Vikings secondary, so yeah. Maybe Jordan Love can do something, and maybe you know Romeo Dobbs had a few, has a few touchdowns yep. on the year. It's not a terrible shout. I was gonna say Romeo is my favorite Packer to score in this one. You also have um, you also have uh, Christian Watson who could you know be a nice play. I know he's got a knee thing right now, but my thing Packers are actually pretty good against limiting wide receivers and quarterbacks because mm-hmm. teams run the ball on them. The Vikings have not ran for a touchdown all season. Do you take a Madison touchdown plus 165 and put it with the Cam Akers plus 195 and you get the damn rushing touchdown for the Vikings? Hey, we always talk about regression. Um, and we know that the Vikings, they give the volume there. The volume is there. And they're not sneaking Kirk Cousins. I mean, I try, but it's not successful. <laughs> but I don't yeah, know. That's, that's interesting. A little angle here. Um, I do want to move on. Um, There's a couple of good 325 games. Anything on the Saints Colts real quick? I dude, I've been getting so many Josh Downs questions like all week. Every other question's got freaking Josh Downs in it. Yeah. It's a uh, I mean he's last week there was just so much pass volume. You know what I mean? I, I don't expect that to to maintain, but it, the Saints, you know, if there's a weakness on the Saints, it's not the run game. You're not Yeah, nice one. My my thing right now is Zach Moss did not practice. Friday or Wednesday. He got a limited it on Thursday. Don't know what's going on with him, but yet he's listed third here. You might see Jonathan Taylor hop up to that minus 130 if they mm-hmm. rule Zach Moss out. So if you like JT, and I kind of do, minus 110 makes sense to me. I think he's back. Yeah, he, the, the rust has been knocked off. The backfield is probably now his. I like JT in this one. Um, you can pass against these Colts. You can run against these Colts. So I think uh, the Kamara numbers are probably going to be fruitful. Olave, he's he's going to play, I'm pretty sure. And Michael Thomas is kind of finds a way to get in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I like if I'm picking a Saint, I like Olave, even though he got arrested. Don't really care about it. It's a slap on the wrist when you get caught for speeding. Uh, and he had 15 targets last weekend. And, and yeah. frustrations for the Saints, I think they, they get – Watch Chris Olave score the first touchdown of the day on Sunday. Um, Olave has been stressed. He's been frustrating as a fantasy owner. Yeah. I'm sure the Saints are frustrated with him. <clears throat> Browns at Seahawks. This is another one of those low score banger of a games. 
Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Kenneth Walker, injury tag removed. He's good to go. And Tyler Lockett is going to play, but he's got the hamstring to worry about. Charlene's asking, what do we think about this game? Kenneth Walker, minus 105 to score. This is a, there might only be two or three touchdowns in this game here. So, Jerome Ford's playing too. Everything gets. I, I don't think he plays. He only got one no. day of practicing on Friday. It, it doesn't make sense to play him. The dude was in a walking boot. But um, if you if you really want to do something dirty, you could take Kareem Hunt plus one seventy five today. Because if they do rule Jerome Ford out, that's gonna that's yeah. jumping up. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we just PJ Walker doesn't show us enough trust to take an Amari Cooper. And then on the other side of the ball, you're. You're going against a Gino who's not last year's Gino against yeah. the number one defense in the league. Yeah. So touchdowns are probably sparse. I just don't I, nothing always, here I love. I mean it's always a Metcalf. Metcalf kind of tends to show up in in big moments against I don't, I don't know. I just I think he can beat the corners and he's he's kind of a bully, so he doesn't need good coverage to win. And uh, last weekend, we did see Pittman get deep. We did see Josh Downs gash a big play. So if there's going to be a big play by Seattle, it is DK Metcalf. I don't think Kenneth Walker is going to pop off for a 40-yard touchdown run or anything like that. So this game's kind of ugly, though, right? This this is a this is literally a rock fight. Yeah. I mean, uh, Charlene, I, Kenneth Walker is good to go. He's going to play. You don't have to worry about Charbonnet. Uh, getting the start here. So play Kenneth Walker. I think that's the easy one. Um, Jesse Ravens Cardinals real quick. There's going to be touchdowns in this one. I put Gus Edwards on the cover. Is he falling into the end zone in this one? Gus Bus. I mean, he he had his breakthrough last week. It looked good. I think maybe Justice Sills finally to the wayside. But I think also Justice Sills is one of those guys who he's playing more against good games. You know, we're not expecting this to be a game where the Ravens are playing from behind. They're going to get up. They're going to control the ball, and Gus is going to. However, if, if if they put up another thirty-five points, Justice Hill's probably he's probably fine in the end zone. Uh, yeah. But I think this is an opportunity where, for some reason, the Cardinals have been, I think, pretty good against tight end. So I don't know if I love Mark Andrews this week. I might like Zay Flowers, and then hey, revenge, Marquise. He wanted out. Yep, he wanted out. So. Uh, Lamar Jackson could easily rush for a touchdown, but I don't know if I want to bet on that happening two weekends in a row. Any other players you want to shout out here? Is, is Trey, Trey McBooboo who doing it? Uh, I mean, Trey's an okay, but there's no bias this week, so you're probably not starting Trey McBride. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens are have not allowed a, a tight end yet, touchdown yet. They've allowed yeah. only 200 yards through the air, so it's like, yeah, you, you can't be starting McBride this week. Alrighty, and uh, Jesse's currently live in San Francisco with us right now. I think this is a really fun game. It looks like Brock Purdy's going to play. I'm not sure on that yes, yet. We get clarification on that today. Um, yep. Who scored? Like you got like, at this point, it's just ridiculous. Minus two twenty. Come on, yeah. it's um, about six, seventeen games in a row or something like that. It's, it's... We like Ayuk today or tomorrow. We like Jamar yeah. Chase plus one thirty. Is, is I just like good deals. That's all I say. I just I love yeah. good deals. Um, this is a Higgins Chase double tap. It might be, yeah. So I mean, this game's forty three and a half, but that's probably with the assumption of Darnold right now. So yeah, it was forty three. Yeah, yeah, probably jumping two to three points. 
Um, and, and what is a low over under a week overall. So I yeah. think this will be one of the better games if we get the right recipe. I mean, maybe Sam Darnold slings a couple. I don't know. But they like him. Yeah. They like them enough to let go of their the Trey Lance. If so. he can if he can adhere to the system, he can at least have a game, you know. You tap in Joe Burrow over one and a half at plus one fourteen. I am holy crap. Yeah, I think two touchdowns looks nice. Um, That's hot. If, there's any, if there's anything San Francisco's bad at, it's yeah, it's it's you know. That's hot. So obviously we're waiting for Purdy news on this one, but we do expect Joe Burrow in the passing game to look good. Maybe not great, but look okay and and better. So I like the Joe Burrow off the bye week. We like Higgins and Chase. Uh, it is 10 o'clock, Jesse. Did you want to just click one more time into your Chiefs-Broncos game? Tell me who scores, and how much are we putting on Rashi Rice? Yeah, I mean, Rashi Rice, baby. Plus 210. Oh, oh, oh mama. So, yeah, yeah. That's only minus 130. Yeah. I mean, this is like, it's, it's kind of interesting. Maybe it's just like, they're looking at the last time these two played, but I think, I don't know, that was Thursday night. That was get in, get the win, and get out. Yeah. Uh, but Chiefs are coming off a really good game right now. It's going to be in Denver. Uh, Kelsey probably joined the Mile High Club on the way to this game with Swift, so he's going for another, <clears throat> another touchdown, 80-plus yards. Who the hell scores for Denver? Who do I, I, I think, you know, I think the recipe to success – I think it – don't get your Marvin Mims out of my face. I think the recipe to success really for this team is to get Javante Williams into a feature role, let him sure. – let him ramp up and just kind of chip away at this defense and then breaks away for a couple of nice runs. I mean, I think Javante is getting back to full strength, which is yeah. good good for the Denver. I mean, they need to see something from these young guys because I yeah. think it's all about to fall apart. Um, I've got two vibes in this game. And one, if I told you their third receiver in snaps, Brandon Johnson's not playing, maybe Marvin Mims. Um, and then... Been a while since we've seen old Pat Mahomes run for a touchdown. So it feels divisional game. All right. On the road, Pat Mahomes scrambling, rumbling, bumbling for some stupid like 12-yard touchdown run on this on the pylon. I can see that. Wasn't uh, it the uh was it this game that he could have rushed one on and like went out of bounds at the one yard line or like kneel it at the one yard line? What game was that? There's a game the other week where he could have rushed for a touchdown and he kind of slid at the one and then yeah. he kind of did his little like yeah, I can't remember. Um, but uh, I like it. It could it could make sense here. Uh, but you do have to get out of here. Any final words for the good people here? Hey, I mean, this is week eight, no buys, so we get a full slate, which is awesome. Uh, Charlene's kicking ass. Charlene six oh, and one. I mean, just kicking. I love ass. the six and one club, Charlene. I'm yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. So but no Monty uh, either. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, she's got a good team to say the least. A lot of divisional games this week, you know, you know, just cheer for your team. This is a, you know, just a fun week. Cheer for your team. See if the Packers can get back in the W column against the Vikings. Do you know how bad the last, the last two weeks, especially the noon games have been terrible and there really hasn't been any fun really. Like I, like I feel like the excitement's been out the last couple of Sundays because of the bye weeks. We had the bye mania last week with six teams. Yep. Everybody's playing. This I think this is going to be a fun week for football. Um, so have fun, guys. Remember, we're just throwing some some bets on the prop list here. If you guys want to check it out, I do put it up on the fantasyfellowship.com. Anything resonates with you, go ahead and do so. 
Good luck, though. We'll, I'm going live tomorrow morning if you guys want to hang out, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. We'll see you guys there. Jesse, take care. Peace. Peace.